This is Manya from Friendshipable, a Project BFF podcast. Along with my co-host Terry, we love talking about friendships, talking with others who think about friendships, and learning about these important relationships in our lives. If you like this content, please support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash projectbff, or subscribe to the podcast via your favorite podcast app. If you have a podcast, consider hosting it on Buzzsprout. We love it. They make it so easy. And we have a link in our show notes for you. Thanks. I hope you enjoy this episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Friendshipable. I am one of your co-hosts, Manya. Well, then I must be the other co-host, Terry. I think you are. I recognize you from before. Yes. Yes. We are here today to talk about communicating with someone you haven't been in touch with for a while, like Mm -hmm. reaching out to friends that maybe there's a little bit of a distance with. Mm -hmm. Terry, what? Yeah, this rolls through my head all the time. Well, not all the time, but especially after greeting cards go out at the holidays, because it's like, we have to get in touch. We'll have to, I'll call you after the new year, stuff like that. And I never do it. Um, so I'm going to be using you as my little guide for that. But, um, so we found some content that talked about the different ways to communicate with people. But I think the bigger picture is just how do you let that lapse in time go, um, and then pop up? Yeah. And I guess the other question I have is, you know, do you acknowledge the time or you, or do you just jump right in as if to continue your last conversation? Yeah. Yeah. Or what is what? Well, this is, it's interesting you say that because this is from a publication called Social Self. Self. Um, and it does start out with that. It's like, explain your silence. Okay. And, and Dr. Manya, my, my excuse is, oh, I just haven't gotten around to it. <laughs> and that's <laughs> not an explanation. But, um, but you know what? It what? is an explanation as uh, if, <laughs> if I am now taking the role of doctor. Yes. I think sometimes there are reasons that we may not reach out to someone and we may not even be able to identify what that reason is. Mm -hmm. And you and I know, and so many of our listeners know, friendships can ebb and flow based on what's going on in our lives. And it is true that not communicating with someone can mean something. It can Mm -hmm. mean that you've you've changed your feelings about them. It can mean Mm -hmm. you're angry at them. It can mean a host of things, but it can also mean that your life has gotten busy and there are, and they've just for whatever reason, not bubbled to the surface until suddenly you see the movie that you saw with them. And it reminds you. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So I think, I think we do worry about it, but it's not always a bad thing that we haven't Mm -hmm. been in touch with someone. Mm -hmm. Well, this, suggests that you acknowledge that it's been a while it's Mm -hmm. been a long time let them know that you're thinking of them 
and maybe reference social media posts. Like the person I'm thinking of isn't on social media, so mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean there aren't other options. Right, right. If you've got other, if you share friends, yeah, yeah, heard about yeah. them through friends or um, something like that. You know, another thing is, um, you know, in journalism, it's the it's the hook. Like mm -hmm. if they live somewhere where there's just been a big news event, there was a storm mm -hmm. or something, you can kind of use that as a as a connector. Oh, I saw the big storm hit Northern California, and I was worried about you. Right, right. I haven't talked to you for a while. How are things? Right. You know, I say that as if it's super easy for me to come up with these things, but I'm not thinking of a real example. So it, it uh -huh. is easy for me to think of things. But once, if you are thinking of a real example, there's can often be that emotional component. Or if you feel guilty for not having been in touch with them, mm -hmm. then it might feel harder to reach out. Right, right. And that is probably more that I'm making that all up in my, in my approach that, um, that it probably isn't all as bad as I think it is. Yeah. I, so. Speaking for myself, I certainly can get caught up in my own head and my own concerns about things, uh -huh. so, you know, uh -huh. it, and I think then it can make it feel like maybe a bigger issue than it might be. Um, and I suppose, you know, depending on what the friendship is, you, mm -hmm. you, you know, you send the text, you make the mm -hmm. call, you send the email. And then if they get mad at you, then you have to deal with that. But right, right. You should, well, you should give people the benefit of the doubt. Some, some friendships do, I think a friendship basket, and we've got friends who are a circle. And they go out, they reverberate out. And there are the people that we see most often. Mm -hmm. And there are the people that we don't see as often. Mm -hmm. And um, so that's a balance of it too. It could be space and distance and things like that. Right. And I think it also depends on the friendship. I think mm -hmm. you and many of our listeners will, will recognize this. I have friends who are so dear to me and mm -hmm. would call me the moment they heard that something was going on with me good or yes. bad yeah positive yes. or or you know disappointing or upsetting but i may not actually have talked to them for a while because mm -hmm. our lives just got very busy mm -hmm. but the moment we connect that deep connection that love and that mm -hmm. strength of that relationship is right there and nobody has to say it's been a while that yeah because that means that friendship which is long term has such a foundation to it yes that it can be picked up where it left off x yes. amount of weeks or years or something like that ago yes and i think the challenge is the other kinds of friendships the people that maybe don't quite meet that that definition maybe they're not quite as close but there's still uh -huh. people you care about right. and then it's right. it's harder you might not have that shorthand you can go right back to mm -hmm. uh, which is something you have with long-term friends and and more intimate friends right all you have to do is remember the time that <laughs> yes and it all comes rushing back um yes 
And that's where one of the other suggestions is using nostalgia to reconnect over shared history. Yes, yes. That is something I personally find very, very powerful. Mm -hmm. You know, oh, mm -hmm. we saw this movie together. Remember? Yes, yeah. And then yeah. off you go. Yeah. And so maybe it's, you know, those are the little snippets that we hold unique to individual friends. Mm hmm. Yes. So it doesn't have to be this all encompassing. No. Um, everything in the world we've done together. Um, and I suppose, you know, if you're reaching out to someone that maybe you don't have that deep tie with, but you miss them and you want to see them or you're thinking yeah, about them. Yeah. I also think you can simply say, you know, it's been a while. I miss yeah. you. Yeah. How are you doing? Yeah. Um, there's nothing wrong with that. I've been having a conversation in a completely different realm about a completely different topic where we keep focusing on, you know, it's really important to just talk to people, uh -huh. just be honest and person to person have a conversation versus trying to make it anything more complicated um, or trying to think of some other way to, to, get the message across. Mm -hmm. And I am a person who believes that, that for most things, that direct communication is the best thing. I'm right. not saying lying, sometimes less nope. direct communication is appropriate. Nope. But I do think sometimes just being direct and letting the chips fall where they may. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it could just, uh, just as easily flow together. Right. Any kind of. Yeah. But, you know, you're talking about there's a there's a particular connection that you're thinking you want to, you know, rejuvenate. Is right. there fear behind connecting with them? And what do you think that fear is telling you? Ah, excellent question. Um, oh, there was a comment made. Um, but I don't remember, I don't even remember what it was. It's gone in the, you know, so that doesn't even matter anymore. It's just yeah. taking, to your point, it's just taking the initiative and taking the step and just dropping the notes, sending the text. That's it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if it was easy none of us would ever lose touch with any of our friends i know well and if it was easy we'd have just have too many people around us yeah it's like give me some space you know and we have talked about you know the number of in so many different episodes we've talked about the number of, of close friends people can have like there is a limit to the number of people you can have in your life and then the sort of next level friends and we you know, you can't have a hundred close friends. You can't have a hundred people that you're able to keep in close touch with. Right. You can have a hundred people you share a newsletter with, but True. that is not the same kind of relationship. Right. So I do think, and I'm just riffing here, but uh -huh. the, you know, we sometimes get out of touch with people because in that moment, maybe we're juggling 12 other people and somebody needed to drop off mm -hmm. for for no reason other than we just didn't have the capacity right right um 
So I, you know, and people also weave in and out of our lives as we change jobs, as we move, as we, um, as we travel and yes. new people. So you, yes. that, that brings more people into the sphere. It does. And it can be difficult to maintain some of those connections. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, people that many of us have friends we've met um, traveling mm -hmm. and they are lovely people and we enjoy spending time with them and and sometimes are able to continue a friendship. But they may sort of fall to the wayside when things get busy. Um, it, as we know, it can be more difficult. So you've got work friends. It can be more difficult to maintain those friendships once one of you switches jobs. Right. Because maybe the maybe the thing that held you together was the job, and mm -hmm. and that's okay. Um, so yeah, it's so interesting. There are reasons we want to reach out to old friends. Mm -hmm. or well, because, yeah, yeah. to share the because they are the people to share that timeline with you yes so th this is not someone i'm super distant with but it's it's um someone that we sort of touch base every few months we kind of and it's whenever we have something appropriate to discuss well i saw this post on social media that was to me the exact opposite of this person like wow. in in a horrible way of I'm not going to share what it was, but it was this person doing something that is just sort of universally agreed by everyone on this social media post to be horrible. And I emailed my friend with, I thought of you when I read this because you are the exact opposite. You are so wonderful at doing this thing. Mm -hmm. And look how horrible this person is at doing this thing that it yeah, made me think yeah. of you. And I had to, I actually paused and thought, how is this? Yeah. Thought, you know what? It made me think of this person in a warm, loving way. Mm -hmm. And I want mm -hmm. to share it with them. Nice. Um, and I did. So I and have not back yet. Yeah. I have not had a response yet. Uh, um, which I suspect is more due to the timing of when I sent it than anything else. But um, you know, it just it I thought of them when I read it. And I mm -hmm. and I'm trying to be that person when I think of you to reach out. Mm -hmm. And not just, oh yeah, I was thinking about you a few months ago and never did anything. Cause, right, right. And that's life. We do that. But I'm mm -hmm. trying to, when I think of somebody, reach out to them. Yeah. Yep. So I think we we did, you know, this also suggests um, common questions about texting. They're focused on texting. And again, I think that's the easiest thing in the world to do, but that doesn't mean it's easy for everybody. Well, um, right. As a communication medium, or it's simple, appropriate but... reintroduction. Right. But when you add that emotional component, it can still be hard to write that yes, text. But, but what true. does the article say about it? It says common questions about texting someone you haven't talked to in a long time. Okay. And so the questions they prompt us to, to consider, what is a good excuse to text someone? Okay. Um. How do you say happy birthday to someone you haven't talked to in a while? Okay. Um, you send a simple happy birthday or hope you're doing great. How do you revive a dead text conversation? Now we're getting into different. Ooh, that's, here. Yeah, that's a whole other. Because that's other. ghosting basically, isn't it? 
Well, it depends on how long ago the texting ended. I mean, if it was mm -hmm. six months and you haven't said anything to them, then maybe that's a little ghosty. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I have, you know, every once in a while I look, just thinking of text, every once in a while I look through and I've, I used to delete all my text threads so that it was yeah, very clear yeah. when I got one. I was like, yeah. ooh. But now there's a million of them. Every once in a while I scroll down to the bottom and see somebody that I haven't talked to in a while and oh. we'll just revive the conversation like, oh, I can't believe it's been since January that we chatted. Okay, that's an excellent point to flip this around to use that text, your volume of text that you didn't delete and use it to say, oh, yeah, let me find out what's going on. Yeah. yeah. Let me reach like out to your, that person. Your library, your messaging library. Yeah. yeah. And the benefit of that is you, if you can't think of something to say, you can scroll back through the text and see what you were talking about and, uh -huh. you know, use that as a prompt. Right, right, right. So do you find, I mean, we have talked about it, you know, yeah, we all tend to do this, right? I'm not falling on a sword on my own around here. We tend to no. things get busy and yeah. Oh my gosh, you are so not the only person yeah, that's yeah. doing this. I mean, we all do. And, you know, life, right? So many things happen um, that take our focus away mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, for various reasons. And you just person goes out of your mind for whatever yeah. reason yeah and that's okay it is it is i mean we're, so we're not talking about ghosting people here we're just talking about the no. normal ebbs and flows of relationships um you know and if you're having a fight with somebody and you yeah. just decide not to respond to them then never again right that, that's not so cool but um i think I don't know. I used to be a person who thought if you started a friendship with someone like that was it, you were friends forever. Mm -hmm. And um, that made it difficult when friendships would naturally end for all sorts of reasons. And uh, yeah, we've heard that phrase like a reason, a season or a lifetime. Yes. And many friendships ebb, or mm -hmm. ebb flow, whichever one it is. Um, because you've moved on, you've moved to the new job, you've moved to a new city right, and it right. just sort of naturally comes to an end. And, you know, when I was younger, I had a hard time with that because yeah. I felt like, well, we, we did all this work. Now we're friends. Yeah. It's supposed yeah. to be forever. Um, and it took me a while to kind of be okay with these ebbs and flows and the, mm -hmm. the you know, the vagaries of. Right friendship relationships i think in the few minutes we have left what this conversation has made me realize is that we have the tools now to let friends know we're thinking of them without mm -hmm. any kind of long embellishment like writing a letter although there's nothing wrong with writing a letter um but we really do have the advantage of being able to um, do it quicker. Um, and yeah, and then have that stream that's there. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, when you just said that, I just wondered if, 
if it sometimes feels overwhelming that there are multiple choices, there are multiple mm -hmm. ways you can get in touch with a friend because mm -hmm. you could call them, you could text them, you could write them a mm -hmm. postcard and drop it in the mail. You could, you know, order them something from Amazon and, and yes. leave a note yeah. that says I'm thinking about you in it. Yeah. You could email them. Um, you could probably skywrite them. I feel like uh. you could walk over to their house. Um, it's, it feel there are so many different ways. Yeah. I wonder yeah. if sometimes it feels it, it can feel like, well, there's too many choices. But there are too many choices. But if your heart and the relationship and the friendship is something that motivates you to do that, then that's that's what it's all about. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And I suppose conversely, if you're feeling overwhelmed by the choices and none of the choices feel right, mm -hmm. there's a message in that too. Maybe the yeah. message is this isn't the time to be in touch with that person. Yeah. Yeah. Either for the sender or the receiver, the recipient. Yeah. Don't know. I don't know. You know, because I've been thinking a lot about you know, not making a decision about something is making mm -hmm. a decision about it. Yes, it is. Yes. And, you know, if you're, if you're feeling overwhelmed that there are all these choices and mm -hmm. I can't decide which one to use, then maybe the decision is don't use any of them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that can be hard. To, it can be very hard for all sorts of reasons, very mm -hmm. hard to come to that conclusion that that's mm -hmm. what that means. Um, but I think that's a very, um, real point and that's a, that's what prevents a lot of us from taking that step yeah yeah because maybe right now isn't the time to take the yeah. step yeah so. but you know if you're if you're thinking about a friend and oh but i haven't talked to them in so long i should talk to them well mm -hmm. maybe you should yeah. maybe you shouldn't a text says hi yeah start small yeah grow and if and if you can't even figure out how to start small Put, put put the idea aside for a little while and come back to it. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So very good. Well, I know what I need to do now. <laughs> sweep away some of the blockades and just kind of roll with it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's oh. um it is an interesting topic and you know, we all feel so differently about it too. About mm -hmm what it means about our friendships or doesn't mean anything about our friendships. Right. Um, but I think the, I think the lesson is if you're feeling like reaching out to someone mm -hmm. you haven't talked to in a while, do it, do it. And that's it. Your friend will probably appreciate it. And if they don't, maybe that's telling you something else. That's, that's the communication. Yep. So yeah. I think that's a great place to summarize that. Yep. Yeah. Awesome. Well, oh. hey, everybody, thank you so much for listening. We hope that this gave you something to think about in terms of your uh -huh. friendships. And we will talk to you on our next episode. Definitely. Bye. Bye. -bye.